0: You're listening to an ACA Podcast. Hi, my name is Lisa Walp and I'm one of the co-curators of the exhibition Scarce Missile Park. This conversation is part of a series associated with the exhibition, which is on at the Australian Centre for Contemporary Art in Melbourne from the 27th of March until the 14th of June. And then it travels to the Institute of Modern Art in Brisbane from the 17th of July until the 18th of September. The four conversations in this series take a focused look at key ideas and forms in Yuani's Scarces, glass, family, architecture and memorials. Reflecting on her masterful use of glass, we hear Yuani in conversation with glass artist, Crystal Britcher and Lisa Slade, the Assistant Director at the Art Gallery of South Australia. We also hear from Yuani's long-term collaborators including artist Lisa Radford, who will touch on their ongoing memorialisation project known as Concrete Archives. Architect and writer, Lewis Anderson Mokak, will be chatting to fellow architects, Edition Office and Mikal Roderick, who have both worked with Yawani to achieve incredible large-scale projects, including the new commission Missile Park, which gives this exhibition its title. You will hear from me, Lisa Walp, in conversation with National Gallery of Victoria's curator Hannah Presley as we speak about the role of family and archives in Yoani's practice. Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander listeners are warned that names of people who have passed may be mentioned in these conversations. To hear more from ACCA, please subscribe to the ACCA podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and sign up to ACCA's newsletter at ACCA.melbourne.
1: So everyone, I'm Hannah Presley. I'm a curator of Indigenous art at the National Gallery of Victoria. Um, I'm sitting here today at ACCA on the lands of the Boon and Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations. I would like to pay my respects to their elders past and present and acknowledge our people, our old people, Lisa, yeah. and just take a moment to acknowledge that you know, the history that's there for all of us that has led us to where we are now, mm, to be sitting here having a chat about the wonderful Ioannis scarce and her new show. Yes. So
0: thank you, Hannah. Yes, my name's Lisa Welp and I'm a multidisciplinary artist and curator living in Nam. and I too would like to acknowledge my connections to my ancestors and to who I am. Without them, I would not be here what I'm doing now and who I am now so um yeah I have a great respect and um and honoring of the presence of them in my life
1: yeah so Lisa when did we meet (laughs) oh gosh um I was working at the Koori Heritage Trust I think and it was maybe your first solo show yes and it was the first show that I had hung there from memory oh
0: wow so I
1: think that was where we first kind of collided
0: yeah that was a long time ago (laughs) so was that do you mean at at King Street yeah Yeah, well that's where I first met Ioani as well oh wow yeah there you go she was mentioning how when we where we first came in that day and um I think I was just so overwhelmed by being in that space that I was just you know just with what what was happening so when she reminded me of that i was like oh, right. yeah so yeah but you've been on a huge um journey with me i i would say you know this yeah. throughout my practice and um you I've know i've popped up here and there many times <laughs> and um you've found a way to always extract um <laughs> you know incredible experiences and I guess for me to be able
1: to share my story along the way oh thank you Lisa thank you I'm always impressed with your work Mm. and it is really lovely that AC has brought us together to talk about another artist who we are both very impressed with yeah um and I think our idea for the chat today is to talk a bit about the role of family yeah and and the role that plays in Iwani's work yeah and I know for both of us that's a really important part of our practice me as a curator yep. um you know whichever artist i'm working with i'm always you know trying to work out where they come from mm. what their story is mm. so that i can really get a sense of how to i guess present their work with yep. that that those layers of respect yep. i guess and yes. i know you know that's always an important discussion that we have when i'm presenting your work as yeah. well lisa yeah
0: well, that's a huge part of my practice you know family really shows in many different mediums or stories within my work so I think that was even a bigger um the way that I was really able to connect with Yuani's work even on a different level was you know that idea of family and how important it is for her and how it's so entrenched within everything that she does yeah and you know the what she's doing is giving voice to her family or you know the histories that had been you know pushed aside and you know know, it's really giving them a platform to be able to be seen and heard Mm. so i think you know that's one thing that i've really taken away with me about this show and that it's just um you know all those works you know there's particular works that really draw me in Mm. and i guess you know connecting with her family and we were fortunate enough to be able to go on a road trip with Max Delaney and Liz Knowles from um, IMA. IMA, So it was, you know, it was an even deeper level for me to be able to connect.
1: Well, I know when I... um, So I worked at ACCA. I did the Yellingwa um, Fellowship. Uh, No, what what do we call it? We had a fellowship, which Destiny Deacon won the year that I was there. And Yuani actually won last year, didn't she? Um, but, yeah, during that project, um, I my aim was to curate an exhibition. It ended up being A Lightness of Spirit is the Measure of Happiness. I kick myself constantly about making it such a bloody long title. But, anyway, <laughs> it doesn't exactly roll off the tongue, <laughs> but um, we'll refer to it as A Lightness. Yep. Um, but, yeah, I, I remember thinking, oh, my God, this is my opportunity to work with some of these artists that, I guess, in the lead-up to that show – you know, it's very rare that we get that opportunity to, as curators, to commission work from, you know, artists that are at levels like you and, and Yuani. Um, I was lucky enough to visit her in her studio at the Jam Factory yeah. as part of my kind of research for the show. Yeah, wow. Um, and that was definitely, family was something that came up straight away. Um, and when we were talking about what the work would be and as that started evolving and through our discussions I can remember her saying things like um I'm bringing my family with me and I'm excited to be showing at ACCA they're coming with me and there was like something about that that really stuck with me this the the way that Yuani talks about her family she's so clever about the words that she chooses and she mm-hmm. she is able to convey just how present they are in her life that they're not just old photographs from history. That that everything that she knows and all the information she can gather about them informs what she does in her life now. Yeah, which you know, yeah, yeah. And so, the work that came out of those discussions was um, "Remember Royalty," mm-hmm. and it even now it just it gives me goosebumps. It was such an extraordinary work, and it um though we had seen. Iwani draw on family archives and and Mm -hmm. photos in the past, there was something about the way that these works were placed in the gallery and presented it and I mean I know your your work as well, Lisa, referred to family and connection and and, and it was at the front of the gallery if you yep. remember and yep. then Iwanis were mm-hmm. up the back, these big banners, mm-hmm. you know, larger, larger than, than life. life. Mm-hmm. Um and you got a sense that these guys, her family were like all looking over us and yep. you know, making sure that we were all okay, letting them know like us all know that they were there. Yep. And every time I walked into that space I thought of my own old people, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that history, what I do. And don't know. Um, And I think that's something that you know Yuani does so well that the her family are present, Mm. that history is present, and the way that she does it is unlike anyone else that I've seen Mm. that's you know working out there in the contemporary art world. Mm. Um, It's this way that draws us all in and helps us to connect with our history and our ancestors um most definitely yeah
0: and then you know i think back with the exhibition um missile park you know that the entry of that space is of her family so you've got granny dinah there and then you've got grandfather um barwell and you know they're a welcoming presence within mm. that space,
1: and um. it's funny because I always think as well. You know there are so few of our families in the Indigenous community across the country that have access to these mm. photos. Yeah, I have nothing past my grandfather. Yeah, that just doesn't exist, mm-hmm. and I'm lucky to have what I have of my grandfather, mm-hmm. and I think people maybe you know, don't always realise that sometimes there's a whole family, extended family, fighting to get these pictures, yep. these photos that have been documentation used for lots of different purposes mm. that exist in, you know, government archives yep. and church archives and places that aren't with us.
0: Mm. Yep, that's right. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I think, you know, the beauty with Granny Dinah, like, you know, the image that was taken was not a good... You know, it was it was done through the time with Norman Tyndale. and um, so the idea of that it was she was a specimen more mm. than anything, and yeah. you know, at a time when it was ethnographic work that was being done in that space, and for her, for you wanting to be able to change that photo into mm. like a family memorial, you yeah. know, I could see that sitting in her in her lounge room, or you know, it was. Yeah and the idea of offering these gifts to her and yeah. you know being in a place where she's comfortable and you know I loved being in that space with install because she was following us her oh, eyes were oh. just following us and I felt yeah. like it was a you know it wasn't a spooky thing it was like a protective thing like she was overlooking and just making sure that everything was all right and you know that she's welcoming people into that space oh, yeah. and I like it that that's the only the only artwork or the only um body of work in that show that is not to be
1: photographed yeah so, wow. and um, yeah. that's so important isn't it yep. because you know some of us do have that documentation but it's forced the yep. scenes are set up it's they're not comfortable that's images right. because they're taken for a different purpose yep. by not by us not by indigenous people yeah um i when we were talking earlier about that work mm. um is it granny diner yep um you know, I think you mentioned that Yuani had changed how much of the image we Correct. saw, yeah, I thought that was a.
0: Yes, most definitely, and I think that, you know, the idea of, of cropping the image originally it was much lower so you were able to see um, bare-breasted and so she's really given the dignity back to her mm-hmm. and, you know, that idea of that, um, you know, she's memorialising her her grandmother there, she's, you know, honouring her, she's yeah. gifting her, um, you know, bush food, bush plums, <laughs> so it's, you know, I think it's it's really special that she's able to reclaim and to have that treasured family
1: photograph. And uh, the gifts were a big part of Remember Royalty as well. Each, um, Each image that was transferred onto these amazing textiles, um, you know, each each image, each person from her family received an individual, mm. thoughtful gift yeah. that, like, really celebrated who they were and, you know, took, obviously, Yuani's extraordinary art practice, mm. but incorporated... I mean, I remember... Um, you know, seeing them all laid out and just thinking, oh, my God, if they could see, you know, Papa Willie. She gave him fresh new, brand new tools. tools. And in amongst there were these beautiful, you know, glass-worked, you know, yams that, like, there's this connection back to country, but also, you know, in he would never have seen flash new tools like that like the idea that she was thinking about what would he love yeah what do I know of him what do I remember of him who was this person um that thoughtful like that level of thoughtfulness just oh god it just blew me away
0: yeah and the consideration of the materials that we use within that work as well matching with you know um you know with the woolen blanket yes. you know with, yeah. you know the imagery
1: of of the shearing of the sheep and you know yeah. just yeah and obviously. that linen of granny melba yep. which is reproduced in the catalog if you haven't seen it it's just mm-hmm. like perfection mm-hmm. i i'm so impressed with how that that was reproduced actually i'm just looking at it now yeah, but... <laughs> it's just a it's just the most I think, you know what, Mm -hmm. when Yuani was filming um, or doing some little promo things and and being interviewed about the show, she she said a comment, it was something like... um, you know, well, I come from such a handsome yeah, family. True, like right? this yeah. idea that they're all just gorgeous, and there's something so lovely to are. just yep. celebrate that as well. Mm. Like these, these were, her family was were beautiful. Mm. Granny Melbo is mm. just stunning, and mm. there's, you know, there's there's pride and joy that comes from that as yep. well. You know that we all kind of feel. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Most definitely. Yeah. Mm. Um. You're going to have to cut, sorry. No, no, yeah, okay. no it's okay. It's okay to do that. Any of those kind um, of sections. Yeah.
1: So I um, am so impressed to see where Remember Royalty has gone yes. as well. Yes. And I think you were talking about it recently heading to... Where did it head? It went to Paris Photo. Yes. And at the same
0: time, you only had the opening at the NGV for in absence. Right. So she wasn't able to go with her family and she mentioned to me how she would always chaperone her family yeah. when they went overseas or, or the images of them. And yeah. this was the first time that they travelled overseas without her. Yeah. And I think she was, um, yeah, she was just... Yeah, the idea of not being to be there with them and um, I think she was saying to me that she had to let them go and she had to cut the apron strings and just (laughs) let them on their way. And I think, um, you know, she was also mentioning how they're in collection, you know, I guess the works are in collections in overseas um, places and that there's an open door policy so that she's able to always go and visit them which i think is really special because the idea to give that away i think you know i can imagine that wouldn't be an easy thing to do yeah. but to know that you can always go and visit them yeah and i guess the idea also that you know the opportunities the that she has had in her life you want are because of her family mm. that she has the education that she has but she also has um the deep knowledge that she's been given through her family and through her ancestors that have um, delivered to her place where she is now, mm-hmm. and I think without them she wouldn't be who she is. Obviously, but yeah, um, yeah, I just really loved how she described that. You know, she had to let them go. She couldn't. Yeah. She just yeah. They had to, they
1: had to go without her, and um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and I could see her being so proud that she was sending them to Paris oh. because none of them would have any sense of no. international travel in those days when they existed. It well, was you wouldn't have been allowed to anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's true it's mm. another world and to be able to bring them with her in that sense yep. it's almost like you know we all get to acknowledge how far we've come mm. we all also get to acknowledge unfortunately how far we've got to go Yes. Um, and that we're not there yet Yeah. Um, but seeing the scale of this show and the mm. ambition of this show yep. at AKA really reminds us that You know we are filling these spaces Mm -hmm. and we are presenting you know some of the best work in the country as indigenous artists Mm -hmm. and you know i think any space that isn't engaging with our community at the moment is missing out yeah i agree totally (laughs) like it's just another world yeah it's a it's a good time i think to really yeah get these i don't know get this out get get artists out there I don't know doing things that I mean look at Yuani what a role model like I know I'm being really daggy here but for me seeing an artist that is not only mm. you know she's one of the like like not even a handful, like one of three or something insane glassblowers that are Indigenous around the world. Like it's probably even less. And then on top of that, it's such a male dominated space to be so strong as to not only tell the stories that she tells, but just like physically be in these really tough environments Um, as an Indigenous woman, as a woman full stop Mm. is so inspiring. Mm. And I think we've, we've had, you know, we've had so many trailblazers that have created space for us as curators and artists, you yeah. know, to, you know, move into these spaces. Yuani's um, one of them.
0: Yep. Yeah. Oh, completely. Yeah. Without, without any doubt at all. Yeah. And, you know, and then I'm thinking of um, the next work next to um, Granny Diner is Working Class Man. Mm. And that is her grandfather, um, Barwell. And it was Bowa Coleman. And the image there, I, I would gather, would have been taken by a, a box brownie. So it's oh, a family wow. photograph, and it's got her auntie in in the image as well, with a stance that's very similar to how I see you, Auntie standing all the time. <laughs> so I Beautiful. love that, have that connection with, with family. But we went to Andamuka on our road trip. Yes,
1: tell me about this road trip. So, oh my god, I'm so jealous. Three
0: three and a half thousand kilometres we travelled. Oh, wow. And um so we visited many um spots of where her family had housed over the time and mm-hmm. which are no longer there. There's no house there anymore. But we visited the site where it would have been wow. and um, this what I was talking about with working class man we went to Andamuka and it was like 45 degrees and then Ioani was talking about the her grandfather in in that artwork of working class Mm. man and he's wearing he's got bare feet and it was like (laughs) 45 degrees and you know like I walked into that space and I couldn't breathe like the the heat just hit me like a like a wall like it was yeah. just she was in her element because i think you know i guess and also working with glass like it would get pretty hot mm. in there but she absolutely loved the heat yeah.
1: so um so yeah. it must be from those early days of her oh, yeah. family like yeah that's in and her in, in her blood
0: yep. living in <laughs> yeah. alice like yeah yeah the heat and the desert and um yeah, being in that place. But, yeah, and, you know, I just love how there's always an offering or there's um, a gift given to her ancestors yeah, um, wow. in her works. And I think that's really um, quite incredible and thoughtful and, um, yeah, just respectful.
1: So Andamuka is the opal field. It's, it's
0: the opal field. So yeah. it's like a moonscape.
1: Oh, my God.
0: And, um, yeah, it was just the most bizarrest place Yeah. It was um, quite void, and I guess people would go underground during the day because it'd be too hot. There was wow. a lot of um, derelict housing or um, very old housing, like from you know, I guess the original. Um, it's kind of settlement. Settlement yeah. that came there, you know, yeah. and I guess they're like a a bit kind of like museum thing. You can go into them and see <laughs> them how they would have lived and living underground, and yeah, you know, it was No, but no. you know, and even the landscape. Um, Hannah, you know, going on that road trip and just seeing the diverse landscape yeah. as we drove past, and yeah. you know, it was really quite incredible. And I kept reflecting on how, how her people have lived there for so long. It's ha- so harsh the landscape. It's yeah. abundant in bush foods, and yeah. but you know, there's very little rainfall, and you yeah. know, just it gave me another um, element of respect yeah for not only her but for her her family yeah. and her uh, her people as well so it was yeah yeah incredible experience
1: amazing mm. and so there were a few stops that you made that were important to you one's yep. family and history most definitely
0: yeah where else did so you so we went up? to Sejuna? oh yes so we went to Sejuna arts so the art center there and that's um, filled with her family oh, so that was good. lovely I loved being there yeah and seeing the incredible artwork that's been created
1: it's so great mm. to see art center like
0: yep. when you
1: visit an art center that's kind of remote like that yep. and brings together the community yes you know you you really get a sense of how important these yep. spaces are definitely and how important art is to you know survival yes. in these places yep. it's yeah it and must there was have a been language amazing
0: section there too so you know Unreal. talking of language and um, sharing and you know i guess it's that idea of building up and you know creating strong families and keeping it intact and yep. keeping it um, and
1: telling those stories most
0: definitely yeah yep.
1: fantastic yep.
0: and then um we went to kunuba mission which was an incredible experience and the first thing that you get when you go there is a big Lutheran church
1: oh god yeah
0: it was I've got a soft spot for churches and you know but um you know just it was knowing that history but yeah apart from like yeah yeah it's then, conflicting. Yeah, extremely <laughs> conflicting. Yeah, you know. And then going to, you know, the streets, is a Coleman Street, and, you know, the streets are named after <laughs> the family members that live there, which I found really incredible. And mm-hmm. we went to the cemetery and we visited um, Bowell Coleman's grave wow. and, you know, took images of Ioanni, you know, cleaning his grave and, you yeah. know, sort of talking to him. And, you know, so it was lovely to meet him. And then mm-hmm. You know, here he is in the exhibition as well. So it gave, yeah, was able to really understand who he is. and
1: It's so rare that as curators oh. that we get this insight, isn't yeah. it? Like we, there's only so much sometimes that can be shared yep. when you're researching and having those discussions. Yep. I think we all need to be aiming to yep. have these experiences because it takes it to another level. Oh, completely. And it really kind of... Um, you know what comes out of that yeah. is there's value there yeah. for the artist and for the audience yeah, most definitely um, it's, it's a deeper level of understanding yeah. yeah and look I know it's you know it's not always possible right. for institutions and for spaces and definitely you know freelance curators yeah. um, but I think that's that's what we should all be aiming yeah. for is to you know get a sense of where these artists have come from and and be able to pay our respects yep. working with her and this important family material, yes. you know? Yeah. So special. Definitely.
0: And um we went to Point Pierce mi- mission as well. So we went yeah, right. and visited other family members at the cemetery there too.
1: So yeah. So is Point Pierce a community or a town or it sounds familiar. I'm yeah. really hopeless with South Australia. Yeah. I need to spend more time over yeah. that way.
0: No, it's um it's definitely a community. There's there's a mission there. So we went to the right. mission. Yeah. And um and then from there we went to um Point Victoria which was it's along the coast and um so we stayed there for a night that was our last night there and i think it was the most incredible experience we had we had an absolute ball do tell yeah It was um, there was a big butterfish competition, so oh, people wow. were seeing people walking around with big butterfish, and oh. so it was a competition of who who caught the biggest butterfish or <laughs> who caught the most butterfish, and and then they displayed them, and um, I thought that was incredible. But there was where we were staying every year that they come for this butterfish competition, mm. and um, so there was a pub there, and you know it was it was just incredible like
1: jam-packed full of locals
0: well <laughs> I'd, I'd say mostly her family like it was just connected in some you know in some shape way or form and it yeah. was just um, it was probably about 95 wow. percent black fellas in this in this pub so Unreal. we had the most amazing night it was so funny all you could hear was laughter and just yeah. it was absolutely and then and then where we stayed was behind the pub and you know it was just community there so it was yeah. we just you know we had things left over so we gave it to the person next door to us as we were taking <laughs> off yeah. and you know they shared it with their family and you know I think that was a massive highlight for us it was a yeah. great way to finish the trip
1: oh my god yeah. it sounds like you couldn't have even planned that no. like
0: well yeah I yeah. we didn't even realize wow and then there was an auntie there and she's like you've got to come back next year we do this every year at the same time <laughs> And I guess, I think it must have been around survival day, like around that time of year, and they do it every single year. She's like, book now. Mm. <laughs> and I would love to because the, it was just, yeah. And there was kids everywhere and they were playing and it was just yeah, a real family And I guess after,
1: you know, being to these places that have these, you know, heavy kind oh. of stories of, mm. you know, struggle and yep. endurance and, you know, to to have that kind of breath of yes. fresh air before you leave it it yep. must have given you a sense of kind of hope yep. and you know for the future yeah,
0: most definitely yeah and just resilient people
1: oh god we're so funny seriously that's i mean that's where a lightness yeah the idea behind that kind of came from this idea of how important humor is for our communities you know that it is resilience and strength and you know i i have always relied on humor and i think you know going back my Mm. family's the same i relate to that so yeah i think it is an important element and we don't always see it in the final product of Ioani's work but we know that yep. that helps her be strong correct to present that side Most of it definitely because she has got this family that bring that lightness yep. that you know kind of I know when I hear you know her heading back to th- like South Australia to work in the studio and do things like that oh she's refreshed yes she has that feeling of all right i'm filled back up i can you know come back and keep working and um travel around and yeah yeah goes and visits the ocean and has a
0: swim yeah it connects yeah
1: yeah no it's important stuff Mm -hmm. and i think um you know the more that you dig into iwani's works you, you you there's a warmth there yes that is unexpected because yeah. when you look at it this glass it is so mm. kind of cold and yeah. and you know they're confronting yeah. when you but you it's know coming underlying. in yeah, yeah no that's true that's true it mm. is they're like um there's a preciousness yeah. isn't there
0: most definitely and
1: I've I have connected that from working with Yuani yeah. to the way that she feels about her family mm. so yeah
0: yeah and that that's one thing that I've really taken away with this exhibition as well is just how strongly connected she is to her family yeah, and how prominent it is in her work Mm. and how she's able to show and express that.
1: Yeah, so cleverly. Yes. I mean, sometimes it is just a big image of, you know, Granny Melba or, you know, a family member, but sometimes it's more subtle Mm. and it's a bit more hidden. I think so. And maybe it's just, you know, I think with a lot of indigenous artists that i work with there's messages in there that it just for us as well yeah things that we'll recognize and pick up on that maybe the wider audiences you know uh, uh, will look over yeah um there's so many layers to her work Mm. i think yeah that's very true yeah well it was lovely catching up with you lisa And I'm very jealous that I didn't make that trip with you guys. It sounds amazing. Oh, I think it was a lifetime trip that way. Yeah. It was
0: just, yeah, it will live with me forever, that trip.
1: But hot tip, we've got to head back for that Butterfish Festival, yes. I think. Definitely. I'd love to go back there
0: again. It was so much fun. Yeah. One day. Yeah. But thanks for the chat, Hannah. Always lovely catching yep. up with you, Lisa. Likewise. Thank you. Thank you.